The Hockey Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $50 at WinBet and get $200 in free bets. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by Sleeper. You already play fantasy on Sleeper, but now you can win cold hard cash with their over-under game. Just head to sleeper.com slash SGP on your phone to join the SGPN group, and Sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to $100. That's sleeper.com slash SGP. And make sure to download the SGPN app. You're home for all of our free picks and podcasts. The Hockey Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. My name is Tyler Jenkins. Joined with our host, we got Ryan Gilbert and Joel Meyer. Gentlemen, how the hell are we doing tonight? Especially you, Joey. How the hell are you doing tonight? <laughs> uh, pretty fucking miserable, man. I mean, coming off that big 7 nothing shutout win against the Lightning, that was pretty awesome. Too bad we didn't record after that so we could actually uh, uh, invest in those, uh, those key moments of victory. But uh, now... After game three, uh, it, it's a little bit of a different situation. But you know what? We're all good. It's still a 2-1 up in the series. Uh, we expected a big comeback ever from the Lightning, and we got it. Uh, we'll get more into that in the, in the, later on in the show. But uh, fortunately, the gambling gods, the TV gods, whatever, they had the fucking San Francisco 49ers playing the Green Bay Packers on NFL Network at the same time, so I was able to indulge in the Packers <laughs> going out to the in the playoffs last year to the the 49ers. So <laughs> I liked watching that while my team was getting run out of the building by the Lightning. So at least the that was a big consolation. Uh, and then there's also this fucking two sexes that Jerry got going on. So uh, there's there's oh, there's medicine. <laughs> there's medicine. Why didn't you tell me you were sailing? I'm sailing, buddy. Bro, I haven't um, sailed for years. Holy shit. It's the best, man. I'm a rum, I'm a rum guy, okay? Look <laughs> that sugar and alcohol. That's incredible. Ryan, how you doing, bud? Yeah, doing pretty good. I uh, didn't really know what to expect from this game, but we have ourselves a series now. 2-1, as, as Joel said. I'm excited to hear more about uh, Joel's night and how he's doing sailing. <laughs> I'm doing pretty good. Uh, I had a tough weekend. I got burnt on F1. I got burnt hard on golf, man. What do you mean? I, on you F1, Max Verstappen? No, he's paying off nothing. So what I did, get this. I took Verstappen, Perez, Russell, and Hamilton all to finish top six. Oh, well, fucking. No, that's an unreal bet. Verstappen, it was paying off four to one. Verstappen, Hamilton, Russell all finished top six. Fucking Perez had a DNF. I guess his engine blew up. So that fucking sucked. Should have hit. Would have been a good bet. Didn't hit. Wasn't a good bet. Story of my fucking life. Uh, I also had Scotty Scheffler in a U.S. Open, one stroke off, so that hurts too. That uh, that was that, that sucked. I could have walked yeah. away four hundred bucks there. I laid uh, way too much. Like on Saturday night, they were they were uh, laying minus one seventy on Fitzpatrick or Zaltorz <laughs> not to win. But I hammered that because <laughs> they're just fuck? a couple of chokers, man. They're a couple yeah, of chokers. Yeah, yeah. I thought that I thought the chef would be able to get in there or, or Rom or somebody, but. Uh, Fucking Fitzpatrick, he 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 he's the real deal, I guess. Now with fucking Dude, uh, braces that, and all that. No, 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 that guy has braces, but he fucking crushes balls, dude. If you see the other guys drive, it's absolutely incredible. This motherfucker. Yeah, it's the same just, as Al Torres, though, right? Al Torres can do all that too, but he can't. No, pop. but Will but Fitzpatrick about, does the same shit. Look, I bet Fitzpatrick a million fucking times, but he always bro. does the same shit. He. he Zalatoris is whiskey mitts for a reason, all right? Because he can't fucking putt. Because every time you see this motherfucker on the green, his hands are fucking shaking like he's been drinking Ryan Coke for the past 13 hours straight and can't even hold a fucking golf club, all right? I know, but Fitzpatrick can't do the same thing down the bottom nine. Uh, hey, hey that's his course. That's his course. He, he thrives in Boston. He won the amateur there. That's pretty cool, too. 
Um, lousy right. golf tournament. Lousy golf tournament. Get the fuck out, dude. I would rather see that. I would rather see guys like the winner being like fucking like eight under or some shit than the Canadian Open, which was still oh, cool. I, but I don't want to say anybody. I get, I get everything there. Like the U.S. Open supposed to be challenging and all that. Like I'm glad, I'm glad to see a minus six winner, but at the same time, fuck those guys, man. All right, all right, fair enough. This isn't this isn't the golf gambling podcast, Joel. We'll, we'll stay away from it, but I think we both agree there. Um. All right. Uh, what else was I gonna say? There's something else. Oh yeah, we crushed it on CFL. Boy, yo, Fucking everybody, right we did. if you're listening to this, get your ass in the CFL Slack group because it's gonna pop off. That's gonna be our go-to when hockey's over. I think we're having some fun in there. Also, I made up for all the money I lost on F1 and uh, golf in uh, Japanese baseball and Korean baseball. <laughs> so uh, you guys can eat a dick. Let's fucking go. <laughs> uh, everybody go check out the uh, hockey gambling podcast or not the hockey game podcast the fucking <laughs> go check out that too go check out the sports gambling podcast network website man that's the place to be uh for all the shows everything we just talked about dude fucking nascar is absolutely incredible baseball's one million games into their gajillion game season nba is done but you know maybe maybe there'll be some updates going on in there uh usfl playoffs have started i don't know if you guys watched any of that that was pretty sick heartbreak for my breakers but that's okay a uh, bunch of other stuff man uh everything is good all the shows are good maybe not one show on this network but we'll get into that a little bit later uh and if you're if you're at the sgpn website go check out some of the articles i know ryan's been pumping some stuff out too so definitely be sure to go check out that um and of course shout out to all of our fucking friends and pals on the slack group man slack group has been sick uh it's always sick it's been popping off we're talking more than just hockey now in the hockey group but that's that's it man so if you're into other sports get your ass in the hockey group you're gonna win some money there too shout out to all of our friends and pals in the slack group also a quick shout out dun 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 we are the return of the shark in the slack look the fuck out <laughs> fuck yeah, slack group <laughs> Slack group has been great. It's the hockey channel, but you know, it's more just the hockey gambling podcast general in there hanging out, having a good time in there. And we've had some of the uh the new faces in there recently. We may even have a review at the end of the show, so stay Ooh. tuned for that. And if you want to leave a five-star rating and review, subscribe to the Hockey Gambling Podcast on Apple Podcasts at sg.pn slash hockey or Spotify sg.pn slash hockey s. You know, listening on the SGPN feed is good and all, but but listen over on that Hockey Gambling Podcast feed. Get our numbers up and uh, make us feel good about ourselves. And give us a follow on Twitter at Hockey SGPN. We're just getting all the casuals now for this. Down get playoffs, man. They haven't been following us all year long. This is when the real money's <laughs> no, made no. the regular I'll, season. I'll take them. Okay. I'll take them. Come on, yeah, these so, guys. Yeah, I'm, I'm walking them all in. And, you and there's people there. And then you get in. You know, we didn't record before before game three due to do the Father's Day and the weekend. But there are people in there being like, oh, where, where's the podcast? I miss you guys. You know, they come out of the woodwork when they're not here, but they don't appreciate us when we are here. You know, just the, M- the NBA is done, so they got to come to us. I don't want to be no <laughs> fucking rebound bitch. Yo, they're beavers, bro. They're just coming out of the woods. They're little beavers. Their beavers are cute. That's okay. Fuck yeah. Better late than never, man. Open arms. <laughs> Open <laughs> All right. We're going to jump into some news discussion topics here. We had a couple things. Uh, this one hits home to one of the people on this show. Uh, KHL superstar lighting the KHL up with C. Scott Moscow, or C. Scott St. Petersburg, rather, I should say. Uh, Andres Kuzmensko signs with the Vancouver Canucks. Fucking, they got it done. He's going to be a knocker. Jolie, over to you here, bud. What do you think about your new signing? You're, you're a lot of hope here. There's been some good signings out of Russia. There's been a couple busts, you know. Are you going to get a Mikheyev, or are you going to get somebody that sucks ass? What do you think? Well, first of all, I, I want to stick with one team, okay? The Canucks are my home team, but at the same time, you know, I'm an Avalanche fan. So if you kindly can re- not refer to these players going to the Canucks as as my guys. No, they're guys. your guys. You can have two teams. Fuck that. They're your guys. They're your guys, bro. Ryan has We're Philly talking in about... Florida. Ryan has Philly in Florida. You have Colorado. <laughs> Vancouver, all right. All right. Well, Kuzmanko is, uh, he was the number one free agent signing left on the board. And uh, Bruce Brujo worked his magic and he, he was able to get him away <laughs> from the Oilers. The Oilers were looking like the likely team to sign him. But uh, Bruce Brudrow, with his uh, patented offensive style, he was able to uh, recruit him like a fucking college coach. Nick Saban working his magic there. <laughs> uh, okay, I got to stop for one second. Are you trying to tell everybody that Bruce gave it to you? Yeah, Bruce gave it to us, man. <laughs> fucking right. Andre Kuzmenko is going to fit right in the top six there. Uh, 
hopefully Vasily Podkolzin fits up there as well, uh, takes another step in his development, uh, another sharp young player for the Canucks. Uh, yeah, Kuzmenko, maybe the Canucks turn away from the Swedes and turn to the Russians now. Maybe <laughs> that uh, turns their, 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 the state of the franchise around. But uh, yeah, that's a, that's a great pickup for the Canucks uh, when all the other teams were looking to sign him too. So uh, yeah, Bruce Boudreau is already uh, paying off his wages. Yeah, they're seeing how well the Lightning are doing now with all their Russians and the Chuskin doing well for the Avalanche. So, you know, they figured they'd, they'd join in on the party. And, and Joel, how are you going to say this This is not your guy when we're only talking about this because he signed with the Canucks and, and that's your team? <laughs> Talon and I had no idea this even happened because because we're focused on the cup final. But, yeah, good signing. I mean, he's he's 26. Would you rather talk he, about a fucking Leafs injury? Don't talk about Austin Matthews <laughs> going to a certain club. Mitch yeah. Marner falling on his Fat ass or whatever. Yeah, but good signing for the Canucks. I mean, cheap one year. Austin Matthews' latest Bet 99 commercial. Fuck yeah, bro. He looks good. <laughs> yeah. That's I'm sure right. you enjoy paying $12 million for him. I do. Fuck yeah. Wouldn't you? No. Um, that's a conversation for another day. We'll talk about that later. Uh, I think this is a good signing, dude. Like, you got to take a fire on these KHL guys. I follow the KHL a lot. I do a lot of gambling on it. Or I did before uh, all the books fucking pulled them off their pulled them off their books i guess uh i'm not gonna get into that that sucks but either way this is pretty sick man there's still great talent to be found in russia in the khl doesn't always turn out man you know for every one guy or for every five guys that come over you know two of them might hit three of them end up going back to the khl so but uh fuck dude this guy's all the talent in the world from what i've seen from his stats and shit like that i watched a little highlight package here before we started to record he looked okay um so fuck yeah dude you guys should be happy man and you know that's uh this is a this is a vancouver team that in the next couple years or so should be taking some steps so that uh, he could fit right into the mold that's good to see make sure to get down on the wins bet 50 dollars win 200 promotion where a 50 dollar bet qualifies you for up to 200 in free bets WinBet is also offering an ultimate fantasy football experience. If you bet $500 or more on sports or casino before July 31st, 2022, you'll get entered to win the ultimate fantasy football draft experience at Encore Beach Club, including a two-night stay at Win Resorts for you and your entire league. Multiple entries are allowed. They're also offering a Party with DJ Diesel package where all users can bet $100 on NBA or casino and be entered into a prize drawing to attend a DJ Diesel, Shaquille O'Neal, performance at Encore Beach Club at night, as well as a meet and greet with DJ Diesel this summer. There's so much to choose from, and all you have to do is download the WinBet app or visit wynnbet.com to get started. Offer subject to change. Terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where playthrough WinBet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Now, on to Sleeper. Sleeper is the fastest-growing fantasy platform today with millions of players. You probably already have a fantasy league on there. I use it for mine. It's a game-changing product unlike anything else in the industry. And now, you can make money on Sleeper by playing their new over-under game. It's super simple. First, in any sport, choose two or more players that you like and pick the over or under. For example, number of points in basketball or hits in baseball. Then, choose the amount of money you want to enter into the contest. If you pick correctly, you can win anywhere from two times to over 20 times the money you put in. The main reason I'm excited about Over Under on Sleeper is that it's the only app where I can join my buddies' contest and play together. It's got a built-in group chat where I can see and copy my friends' picks with a tap of a button. It's insanely fun to ride it out together. Stop what you're doing and download Sleeper now to play their new over-under game. Have fun with your friends and make some money. On your mobile phone, join our listener group on Sleeper at sleeper.com SGP and Sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to $100. That's right, join our squad and get the 100% deposit match at sleeper.com SGP. All right, uh, heading on down here. Uh, it's a bit more in the coaching carousel, man. This is going to be a sick offseason for coaching uh, changes. Some of them have already happened. We had another one drop today. Former Vegas coach Pete DeBoer landed in Dallas. Boys, what do you think here? I don't understand why these same coaches just keep getting jobs, especially DeBoer. I'm looking at his coaching history here. It's just choke job after choke job after choke job. <laughs> oh. Lost in the Stanley Cup final with the Devils. <laughs> 
Into the We're Sharks full of the hot takes tonight. To I know. <laughs> Vegas Golden, Golden Knights. He, you know, he he couldn't do anything with with a very skilled team with the cap with the caps. So they couldn't even make the playoffs this season. So like, it's just it's disappointing to see all these guys who have gotten chance after chance after chance. Even though I'm sure Pete DeBoer, great guy. I don't know anything about him personally, but give some of these other guys, these assistants, maybe or AHL coach, coaches that have proved themselves. A chance, but you know the Dallas Stars are are a pretty good veteran group there. Maybe they're not ready to rebuild because most teams don't seem to be ready to rebuild. But yeah, it's it's just another mediocre coach going to a mediocre team for a few years, and they'll trade him in a few more years. Oh, Ouch! Shit. I could I have disagreed <laughs> with you more. Tell me Pete how DeBoer, you really feel. Pete DeBoer is an elite coach. That's why the Golden Knights signed him uh, to take him to that another level, and uh, because they have a. Uh, ADD or something, they decided to get rid of him. Uh, <laughs> and Dallas is the perfect team to pick him up because Dallas have the team to get to the next level. Uh, obviously, they have the goaltender. We saw that against the Flames. Um, they have a nice young core coming up. Uh, obviously, they have some guys aging out, like uh, uh, Jamie Benning didn't have a great year. Uh, Tyler Sagan was awful this year. But uh, at the same time, they got some young guys coming up, and uh, we'll see if Lindholm stays with the team. Uh Mir Heiskanen's an awesome player too, so I think the the DeBoer could make the the Stars a playoff team again. So I, I like this hire for the Stars. Uh, they're right in the middle the middle of the range there. They're not ready to totally rebuild, but they're also still in uh, in contention. So I think this will be a, a wildcard team at least next year, and, and DeBoer makes them it makes them dangerous. I think this is a good good coach. Uh, he's able to get the most out of his team and. Yeah, I'm excited to see what the Stars do uh, next year, especially when uh, a lot of the Central Division will be down. Uh, obviously, Avalanche will still be back up there. Uh, the Jets might be in purgatory as well, depending on who they hire. Uh, and the Wild got their cap issues. So I think that, and, and Blackhawks are still in no man's land. Blues might be better too, but I, I think the Stars are a good team going forward. And, the board will take them to the next level. So I think the Stars will be make the playoffs like next year, and uh, that's largely in part to their coach. All right, yeah, maybe I... they'll go out in the second round instead of the first round. <laughs> okay, I got to say, man, like, I'm going to give Pete DeBoer a hell of a lot more credit than uh, than Ryan did here. You know, like, this is a guy, if you look at his track record, I think it's pretty easy to just think, you know, Vegas Golden Knights, right? Past three years or so, not too much success. Uh, I, I, that's not fair, actually. He made it to the third round and shit a couple times. Like, that's pretty decent. Um, but look at his time with, like, with, like, San Jose Sharks, dude. Like, this guy, this guy had lost in the finals twice in his career. He's been to the dance. He lost once with San Jose, once with New Jersey, but he's been to the finals of the fucking Stanley Cup. Uh, he's brought his team to the third round, brought his team to the second round. This is a winning coach. His time in San Jose was great. He had success in New Jersey. He, you know, ultimately this year sucked, but he's had success in Vegas, too. So this is a good coach. And, you know, Dallas, Dallas as a team, man, like every year I'm like, this team has to do nothing. Like if you look on paper, nothing really jumps off. You know, there, there's Hiskanen, there's Sagan, maybe an old Jamie Ben. Jake Ottner came out, looked good. Jason Robertson, they got some players, right? They have some decent players. But every year I'm like, Dallas is nothing, man. And they always kind of catch me off guard. So maybe this little bump here is something that can kind of put them over the top, you know? So Pete DeBoer is a good coach. He has a great track record, especially as far as playoffs go. He just hasn't been able to get it done, you know? Like this guy's been this guy's been going to the dance his entire life, but he could just never close out with the hot blonde, you know? Maybe maybe he'll go to Dallas and he'll close out with the hot blonde. So who knows? Uh, I think the hot blonde with the big titties behind the bench. Hot blonde with the big old titties, yo, the big old bitties. There you go. Uh, uh, I have one more. I have one more thing to add here. Uh, Tyler Sagan, more like Tyler Sagan balls. Because he, oh, yeah, Jamie Ben, more like Jamie Ben. There done that. Like he Ooh. stinks. I know. Hey, we want to keep it going, Joel. You got any or what? Well, Tyler Sagan's fucked them all, right? Uh, that's he why probably has. That's why they had to kick him out of there. He's uh, threatening all. He was those fucking Boston around too much. Lives. Yeah. He's going to give there. the whole team clap. Yeah. <laughs> I was trying just to get a uh, old man segue going there. Okay. Speaking of old men, boys, gentlemen, if you've been keeping track of the SGPN world here, there's a war brewing. And they shot first. Maybe we shot first. You know what it is? This is Pearl Harbor, okay? 
This was Pearl Harbor. We shot first with the Graybush comment. That was America having economic sanctions in Japan in 1939 that nobody talks about. And then Jeff Fox came fucking screaming in on the MMA podcast. And that was Pearl Harbor. They're the Japanese. We're the Americans here. There you go, Ryan. You'll like that one. We're the yeah. Americans. They're the Japanese. Technically, we yeah. started it. But everybody's going to remember that they started it, okay? And you know what? If they're going to start the fucking battle, we're going to fucking start the war, baby. I got a couple of things to say about Jeff Fox and the MMA podcast here. There's a war going on between the MMA gambling podcast and the hockey gambling podcast. First of all, Jeff Fox actually likes Oasis. Unironically, this guy's old enough that he grew up absolutely loving Oasis. Nobody loves Oasis, bro. Come on, get the fuck out of here. Second at all, Jeff Fox doesn't remember the moon landing, but he remembers when people actually cared about the moon landing. That's how old this fucking guy is, bro. Nobody gives a fuck about the moon landing, but he remembers when people did. Uh, third one here, Jeff Fox used to jerk off to the movie Cruel Intentions. That's right, you heard it here. 1997, 1998, this guy's rubbing one out to Cruel Intentions. Pretty terrible movie, pretty terrible soundtrack. A couple hot chicks in it, though. So Jeff Fox used to jerk off to the movie Cruel Intentions. Um, also, Jeff Fox owns or has owned a leather jacket. Who the fuck buys a leather jacket, bro? It's not 1996 anymore. Get that fuck fucking off, garbage man. out of here. Okay, Joel and Jeff own Joel, Joel definitely has a leather jacket. <laughs> Valley <laughs> Village, baby. <laughs> I bet. He was probably Jeff Fox's. You bought it from there. He probably owned it. Um, finally... Jeff Fox has played Earthworm Jim more than most people alive today. Get the fuck out of here, bro. Get the fuck out of here, you Earthworm Jim playing fuck. This is the real world, baby. You fuck with the Hockey Gambling Podcast, you get the horns, man. You don't fuck with hockey players, okay? That's exactly it. Gentlemen, anything else to add? Or is that fucking... That was Iwo Jima. I, I think you said it best. <laughs> oh, man. He he's a Suns fan, right? So the Suns were the favorites going into the the playoffs. So uh, they fucked up against the fucking Dallas Mavericks. <laughs> <laughs> they lost like what by forty points in the game seven. That's uh, that's enough of a dig on his own. So uh, you know, Avalanche might not win the cup, but they're not going to win. They're not going to lose by fucking eight goals in the, in the elimination game. So fucking. <laughs> <laughs> okay there you go boys if, if you're going to war with the fucking hockey gambling podcast Tal jenkins ryan gilbert you better Joe bring Meyer. your fucking guns that's exactly it baby and those guys are notoriously anti-gun so we're gonna have the up to advantage there <laughs> <laughs> hey uh, i'm not a big gun guy so whatever yo but that's okay that's the topic for another uh, day at least we got one of us <laughs> yeah <laughs> we got neutral ground all right um Okay, so right now we're going to go into Game 3. Before we do this, do you guys have any quick thoughts on Game 2? We didn't get to touch on last time we recorded. Any, you know, quick one, a one-liner or anything? No? Just just complete domination by, by the Avalanche. That's <laughs> pretty much what it was. I, I'd rather talk about Game 2 than Game 3, that's for sure. I bet you would. I bet you would. My quick one-liner is, uh, at Denver, sports fan can go eat a dick. That's all I got to say. Uh, oh, bro, don't even worry about it. Uh, <laughs> he, he was also at, he was also he also said he wished that Joel was on Twitter. Oh, Jolie, come on, we, we'll fire you up. We'll talk, but like you got to get this shit going. All right, I, I regret to ask anything. <laughs> on Twitter is not worth my attention. <laughs> he he said he added me and said so. Will Talon be telling us how the Avs really didn't dominate in Game Two too? Smiley face. And he said, I just wish Joel Meyer were on Twitter. Oh, okay, so he's agreeing with me. Yeah, Talon's a freaking retard going yeah. over. Yo. First two fuck, games. Fuck that, bro. You said that the Lightning were the better team in game one. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I said that they dominated in the last end of the second period and the third period. And I stand by that. Now, game two, I, I can't justify that. I can't back Get that out up. of here, man. The Apples are the way better team in game right. one, too. Oh, P. Let's get the game three. Let's get the game baloney, three. Baloney, baloney. Also, anybody that thinks Vasilevsky should have been pulled in game two is dumb as shit. So yes, I'll say I, that. I agree with that. But end. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's just the big cheerleader on the bench. Yeah, exactly. Oh, he's just there to cast checks and grow a sick beard. So there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. Fucking, he, he's got to. I'm jealous. Buddy, he's got enough heat after playing for Philly for a couple of years. Don't even, that guy wants to be nowhere near it. Hey, he played for Colorado. <laughs> he played with the Calgary Flames. He played for everybody. Yeah, man. yeah he did. Put around the uh, block. But Philly, Philly gave him the PTSD. They did. He's like, I don't want to play. I want to sit here. I will cheer on this team. Do not, I repeat, do not put me in those pipes. 
Okay. You know, he may have done well, though, because he was so used to coming in in relief with his team down by five or six goals. So he may have done well in game two. <laughs> so the Flames. I think he was with the Blues, not the Flames. I don't fuck, who he, was, he was with the Flames, too. He's been all over. He? He's been he's around, a journeyman. <laughs> literally been he's everywhere. journeyman. <laughs> all around the block. <laughs> <laughs> if you know a team that Brian Elliott played for that we have yet to say, be sure to tweet us at Hockey Gambling Podcast. <laughs> what team he hasn't played for would be a better question. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Yeah. Okay, uh, game three review, boys. Let's jump into this. Uh, obviously, this is tonight. Tampa Bay Lightning won six to two. Um, okay, any thoughts on the game as a whole here before we get too into it? Jolie, we'll throw it over to you, bud. Okay, well, the first two games were all about the Avs forechecking, getting the turnovers deep in their end. Lightning could not get a breakout. They could not get any kind of uh, puck possession, and the Avs just uh, dominated in the forecheck and. Uh, Dominant in every facet of the game, but uh, game three was a little bit different because the Avs, they turned the pucks over, uh, especially Devon Taves, Josh Manson. These guys are not the best puck movers, and I'm a bit concerned about Devon Taves in particular. He looks a little bit injured to me. I could see that he's uh, wincing a bit at times, so that that's very concerning because he's very important to the Avs team as a whole. So, uh, yeah, the, the Lightning just did a, they did a good job of... Uh, for checking and capitalizing on the uh, Avs turnovers, uh, which is the reversal of what happened in the first two games when the Avs just totally dominated the Lightning in their own zone. Like, Hedman was just a trash dumpster fire in those first two games, but uh, it kind of turned around this one. This game is a little more even than the, the, the score suggested, but uh, we have a bad goalie. <laughs> <laughs> It's safe to say <laughs> we could not get a fucking save, man. Vasilevsky was on his game today. He saved them in the first period. He made numerous quality saves. Uh, uh, Camper could not get that key save though, so that that's why the the Lightning pulled ahead there. And uh, yeah, it's a tough one. But uh, Makar was flying everywhere, man. He was the best player for the Avs. Uh, what? Oh, he's sick. I didn't watch the game, but he had four shots after the first period. He was unreal. He was taking over the game. Kenan tried his best, but uh, it's just about the depth right now. And and Burkowski being out is really hurting us. Kadri, obviously, too, and Gerard. So the, the injuries are catching up. Uh, it's, it's, it's tough going right now. Um, and the, the Lightning, they, they, needed, they needed this win, so that's what they got. Um, so, yeah, they made the right adjustments. They they slowed the abs down at times, but uh, the biggest question was uh, Vasilevsky, and uh, he was much better in this game. Like, he was unreal. He saved numerous shots. Uh, Comfort got a couple great chances, but uh, Vasilevsky got the better of him, too. So, yeah, the lightning there. They're here to stay. We're going to go the distance, I think. Uh, six or seven games here. Uh, we're still up 2-1 to one in the series, so I'm not feeling... Totally, uh, like I should join my fellows in the East Hastings Street and uh, join them <laughs> the heroin. But uh, a few more games like this, and I might. Hope um, your Joel fucking has joined the chat. Look at <laughs> yeah, you'll you'll hear me from fucking East Hastings Park there, Pigeon Park they call it, or from my phone for Game Six if we lose it. Uh, that'll be a rough rough time. Yeah, it's uh, you guys are lucky. You even got me on this, man. I, I was ready to go to sleep after that <laughs> fucking beatdown I got. But uh, yeah, I wasn't in Slack at all. But uh, I'm here for you guys now to do the podcast, do my job. And uh, it was not the effort that I expected. I mean, McKinnon, he he's trying hard, right? He's not scoring the goals, but he's trying hard. The car's trying hard. He's been the best player. Just got some bad turnovers and some bad goaltending. That's all there is to it. And the fucking Lightning—they're the real deal. So it's it's a real, it's a real war on now. Not this is a much bigger war than fucking MMA got. Like podcast, come on. <laughs> the Lightning are the real war. Yeah, fuck them. Fuck those guys. <laughs> okay, Ryan, follow up. What do you got? Yeah, I wasn't going to jump in there just because I wanted to let Joel go as long as possible because I was I was quite enjoying that. But I, I agree with most of it. The Lightning were <laughs> definitely the better team in, in game three. But I also don't think it was quite a 6-2 game, maybe like a 4-2 a game, something like that. 
uh, Darcy Kemper was was not good. Maybe we're going to have a, a goalie controversy now after he got pulled. And yeah, Vasilevsky had, I think he robbed Kemper of Comfer a few times. There were a few saves that he maybe got lucky on, but, you know, good positioning there. And Kemper could not make a save when he had to. There were those turnovers. But I think going into game four, just like the Lightning adjusted for game three coming back at home, you knew they were going to have a good game. I think the Avs video coaches, every coach that wasn't behind the bench after the second period just started looking back at the first period, see what they did wrong, see how the Lightning attacked them differently. And they're going to make those adjustments for, for game four. So we'll get into that in a little bit. But game through, game three overview, the Lightning came out, did what they had to do, and now it's a 2-1 series. All right, I was there's, at no work. Goal, there's no goalie controversy, though. They said they're going to go back to Kemper. I think the Francis is a good goalie, but they're going to go back to Kemper, even though he's a fucking mental midget and he's not going to get the job done. So <laughs> it's tough, but uh, Kemper has got it. He's got to get this his, his, his mind right and uh, get the situation situated. Otherwise, he's going to lose fucking millions of dollars going <laughs> the next year because he's a fucking free agent. Uh, but he's got to be good. He's got to be good. He's got to be better than he was today, that's for sure, because he could have saved at least two of those goals that went on him. <laughs> I'm not saying any of them were, were terrible goals, but he could have saved at least one or two of them, and that could have made The one that like hit him hit him in the chest little armpit area there that snuck through, I feel like, it was, was a weak one. Yeah. Did you just say no, he's going to get like... the... Did you just say he's going to get the situation situated? Because I'm <laughs> yeah. fucking dying over here. <laughs> That's proper English, man. I love that. That's that's incredible. You got to get the situation situated. Yeah, that man, he's be... the fucking Stanley Cup playoffs, and he's fighting for his Bro. fucking contract in the next year. He's going to play for a new team. Astro and shit ain't going to sign him. This is going to be a new segment. You got to get the situation situated with Joel Meyer. Where the fuck is Philip Groupar now? <laughs> this is exactly. <laughs> exactly. This is going to be an off-season segment. Get the situation situated. We're going to fucking <laughs> fix that in. We're going to give situations. Do you think they need to be situated? And how? We're going to pop that into the Get rotation. The fuck out of here, man. Look the fuck out of here. At least you're a fucking dart, shark, fart, whatever. <laughs> it's tart, dart, or shark. Come on, Joel. Shark, buddy. Right now you're being a shark. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right i didn't get to watch the game i was at work but i was following along with my i had a couple of bets and shit going on very useful uh very useful put them in the slack absolutely incredible from what i heard though it was a uh, pure utter dominance i don't know i, I don't know did no, colorado come off hot i'm gonna imagine check colorado your sources. Check the your sources. did they come out the gates hot colorado no well yeah no. but the total difference was goaltending baslovsky's an elite goaltender we have no yeah. elite goaltenders exactly so. But I heard yeah. a lot of people on his case saying, oh, they're fucking, oh, there's a sweep. Series is over. Series is over. You know what? It's good to see that it's making a series. Even Joel as a Colorado fan. Obviously, right now, you'll be like, no, I want to see them win in four. But, like, come on. This is the two best teams in the NHL going at it. This is the two best teams in hockey going at it. We don't want to see this over in four or five. We want to see this go six or seven. So, as a fan, you know, put all gambling aside. Put all fandom aside, like, of individual teams. As a hockey fan... This is good to see this series maybe get a little tight, you know? Oh, that's why the fucking Sportsnet crew is celebrating every fucking intermission. Like, of course oh, they wow, are. Oh, wow, oh, wow, wow, wow. You're going to fucking fillet him in that. You mean fucking you don't love Jennifer Bottle and Ron oh, McClain? Fuck those bitches, man. <laughs> I got to listen to that. I, I listen to like six hours with the hockey podcast every freaking day. So I got to deal with that shit tomorrow. And, and <laughs> there, there's so much temporary love. It's, it's sickening. It's like the... the even after game two, they were all saying, like, oh, if Tampa Bay comes to come back, is this the greatest thing in all time of history of Stanley Cup playoffs? Oh, they're down two to nothing, bro. It's not even that <laughs> That's what crazy. they're saying. That there's no credit exactly. to the Avalanche for winning. And the Colorado's game. unreal. Exactly, but they didn't give any credit. It's just about if Tampa Bay comes back, they can do it all, and it'll be the Holy greatest shit. thing in Tampa- Stanley Cup history. It's sickening, man. There's no I credit given to the Avalanche. people are saying... People are saying if if Tampa Bay doesn't win this series or if they lose in five or six, like does this hurt their legacy over the no. past few years? No, they won the back fuck back are you the listening to, man? Bro, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's on American Twitter. media. It's, it's Shit's Creek prod- podcast, <laughs> Philly Creek. Canadian media is the opposite, man. It's all oh loving God. the fucking they're sucking Tampa's dick off. Gentlemen, Father's Day is just around the corner, and our friends at Manscaped are here to ensure all the father figures out there are looking daddy material this June. 
Manscaped's Performance Package 4.0, which includes their signature lawnmower 4.0, is the perfect bundle to tackle any and all old man hair from head to toe. This right here is no dad joke. Treat him and yourself and join the 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with an exclusive offer. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code SGP at manscaped.com. Trust me, his dad bod will thank you. Manscaped is designed with fathers in mind, and the Performance Package 4.0 is here just in time for your pop's special day. Inside this package, you'll find their Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, Weed Whacker Ear and Nose Hair Trimmer, Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant, Crop Reviver Toner, Performance Boxer Briefs, and a travel bag to hold his goodies. First off, let me start by saying the Lawnmower 4.0 will be the official MVP of Father's Day. Their fourth-generation trimmer features a cutting-edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to their advanced skin-safe technology. The Lawnmower 4.0 is waterproof and also has a 400K LED spotlight he needs for a more precise shave. Does your dad use the same trimmer for his body and face? Let's throw that out the window and give him the upgrade he deserves. But wait, there's more. Manscaped just launched their brand new Boxers 2.0 that are, dare I say, the best boxers ever. We all know Dad love their comfort. With summer just around the corner, the Boxers 2.0 are here to save every father from the uncomfortable heat. These new boxers are packed with revolutionary features, including the jewel pouch, designed to cradle his boys in their own special space. This right here is a game changer. Whether he's mowing the lawn, taking out the trash, or golfing in the sun, these moisture-wicking boxers breathe without breaking the sweat. Dads, buy this for yourself. Sons, buy this for you and your dad. Ladies, buy this for your man. And dog daddies, you deserve this treat too. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code SGP at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use code SGP. Shake what your mama gave you? Nah, shake what your daddy gave you. All right. Uh, okay. Uh, let me move along here. Let's keep this on the rails here, boys. The Trushkin goal offside. I didn't get to see it. Tell me your thoughts. Ryan, what do you think? Was it offside? Was it not offside? That may not be the main issue here. What do you thought? What are your thoughts? All right. Well, well to answer your question about if the abs came out hot, I, I feel like both teams kind of came out hot, going back and forth, chances, chances back and forth. But And then it looked like the abs scored a goal. They, they did score a goal. The uh, Trushkin, I think it was on the power play. But then... A minute later, maybe even two minutes later, the Lightning were like, no, we're not going to challenge it, except for the faceoff. They're like, no, no, we got to challenge, we got to challenge. And, and they challenged it. It was it was barely offside at the blue line. Not a great look at it, but I, I trust in those offsides. It's That completely reset the game. It gave the Lightning energy for no reason. And I just didn't like how they had so much time to to, to challenge that. Yeah, and, and Freeman noted it at intermission, too, that, that they got so long. Coaches, he said, normally get about 35 or 40 seconds, and John Cooper for the Lightning got about 80 seconds. And he felt like it was because of the situation in the series, which, you know, as Joel was just saying about how they're pumping the Lightning's tires, you know, NHL wants a longer series, more games, means more revenue, means a better storyline. So, you know, maybe if this wasn't a 2 nothing series or if this was a was a game just in the first or second round, it wouldn't have been looked at for so long. And I think there needs to be some sort of clock or timing where, okay, the goal, the goal happens, the goal horn sounds, you get a minute, puck drops. After that, you can't challenge it. There shouldn't be this referee judgment where you're allowed to wait for the coach and they can call it back or whatever. But, but I'm, but I mean, it was the first goal of the game. It could have changed a lot. Set the tone. The abs ended up scoring the first goal anyway, and still lost, but it's, it's tough to see in the Stanley cup final. I just got flashbacks of the, uh, San Jose series a few years ago where Landis dog was coming off the ice and, uh, he was just like a skate still on the ice when that goal was scored in the game seven there. So uh, I, I got flashbacks there and that uh, I said to myself, okay, this is where the series changes because I, obviously it was at the time it was zero zero and the Kushkin scores that goal. Uh, and the Avs would have been up a power play at that time too. If, if lightning mm-hmm. uh, failed that, that challenge there, but uh, it's bullshit, man. You know, my, my thoughts on video review, I would say the same thing if it were the other way around because I hate fucking video review. It takes all the momentum out of the game and takes the spirit of the law away from it, just the, the letter of the law. Like, it's what, half an inch offside there for uh, Owen Byram there at the blue line. 
Uh, that was that was just brutal. Uh, taking that goal away from Petrushkin in a in the Stanley Cup Finals, half an inch, it's just like a little sliver of white ice. It makes no difference to the actual play if you were actually on the blue line or if you were half an inch behind it. So it, it, I hate this fucking video review thing. I hate it in all sports. I would rather just roll with the call on the ice. Even if they were a lightning goal, I would say the same fucking thing because I hate this for sports. And, uh, yeah, that, that that's a rough go for the Avalanche. But uh, at the same time, it would be the rough go for the lightning if it happened on their end too. So I hate that shit. I, I want more calls to be called on the ice in the spirit of the law, because the, the spirit of the law for an offside is that nobody's, like, blatantly offside and just, like, cherry-picking in the other end. Not if some guy is, like, half a sliver of white between himself and the puck when he plays it back onside. So that that's that's just rough. Uh, rough goal for the Avs there. And uh, that, that just... Uh, it puts a lot more doubt in my eyes, too, because of the way that the the San Jose series went because uh, there was a similar situation there. And uh, yeah, that's just, uh, you don't want to make this. uh, Yeah. And like you said, that the the, the amount of time that Cooper had to look, he was literally looking at the thing before the ref, the refs (laughs) were living waiting for him to make the call. Like he already said, just go. But then he called them back and he said that, okay, we got to check again. And then he said, challenge. That doesn't make any sense. So you, you gotta find you gotta find some consistency there, and uh, yeah, fuck video review. That's my main point of this. I hate video review. I don't care whether it's the abs doing it, or the lightning doing it. I just don't want any more video review at all. I want to celebrate a goal when it happens, or I want to fucking mourn a goal. I want to make my tears matter if, make if my a goal tears. is scored against me, right? <laughs> okay. I'm exactly with you, man, for almost everything you just said there. Like, I agree with you. Uh, video review should just be straight fucking out, except for uh, football. But other than that... No, the only thing that matters is if a puck crosses the goal line. That's the only yeah, review that I, should I agree. I agree. 100%. Puck crossing the goal line should be reviewable play. Um, but no, fuck this, dude. Like, reviewing offside, coaches challenges for offside, all this fucking bullshit, goalie interference. Fuck that. Why are the refs on the ice, all right? They're on the ice to make the fucking call. Well, guess what? They don't make the call, then your ref fucked up. Who cares? That's how it's supposed to be, bro. It's a human element in the game. That, to me, makes the most sense. That's the way it's always been. They brought these video reviews in because fucking Matt Duchesne was halfway to Mars offside one time. And then they're like, oh, now we got to fucking review everything. Just think about this. Think about this, though. Think about this. We're going to review it. Think about this. What difference would the play make if Byram played that on the blue line? Then it was a half nothing. a sliver off there, of it. There's exactly. that side of it too, but honestly, that's not even it. It's like, let the ref make the fucking call. Because I feel like all the time now, they're just letting everything go in. Nope, no, I'm not going to call offside. I'm not going to call offside if it's close. Because they know that it's going to be fucking reviewed if anything happens. And you know yeah. what the worst part of this is? is the optic look. And this is what I hate the most, dude. I'm sure you guys can both agree. We grew up watching teams, and we had unreal coaches, right? I remember every time the Leafs would get scored on, and it was a lot back in the day, it would flash <laughs> over to Pat Quinn. Still is. And Pat Quinn would be fucking <laughs> chewing somebody out. He'd be yelling, pointing, screaming, all this bullshit. Now a team gets fucking scored on, and flashes to the bench, all these coaches are looking down. It's like yeah. they're looking at their cocks because they're looking at an iPad to see if the play was offside. They get to celebrate every goal twice. Fucking goal. It's such bullshit. It's, it's a terrible look for the game. You can say whatever you want. Optically, it's fucking horrible, man. Like, fuck that shit. Offside shouldn't be challenged. Leave to discretion of the referee. And if once in a blue moon your ref makes an outrageously terrible call, well, then congratulations, you're no different than any other sport that fucking exists, all right? So get out of here with this bullshit. Get rid of the fucking rule. All you... I don't know. I'm sure there's some stat nerds out there that'd be like, oh, it was offside, so it has to be offside. Like, you know, go fuck yourself, bud. Okay. Refs are human beings too, and they suck. Go tell Leafs fans about refs. Fuck Kerry Frazier, all right? But still, the call he made and the call he didn't make is still the call that stands. And live by the sword, die by the sword. Get rid of these fucking reviews. And if you're not going to do it, don't let a coach sit there for a minute and 30 seconds and decide if they're going to review it or not. That's absolute horse shit. The only review we want is for the Hockey Gambling Podcast. That's it. <laughs> Beautiful. You're very right, Ryan. Fantastic job. That and goals. That and if the puck crosses the goal line. 
Um, okay, moving down here. Uh, again, I didn't get to see the game, so these guys are going to take it over here. Uh, Nikita Kucherov injured. That happened towards the end of the game as well. We can touch on uh, Nick Paul being a little bit banged up here. Boys, start with Kucherov. What, do you, uh, what, what are your thoughts? Was it bad or what? I didn't see it. Well, if you, like Talon, did not um, see the clip, it's on the Hockey Gambling Podcast Twitter account, so go check it out there. Um, he, he took a cross-check from Taves, and, and they were batting a little bit in the lower back. He kind of went awkwardly into the boards. But that was then, uh, I think it was in the 5-on-3 power play. He went back out for that, took a one-timer, and just immediately felt something. He he went to the bench, hobbled to the locker room. So, you know, it was late in the game. It was a blowout. Maybe he wanted to came back anyway, but he didn't look good going down the tunnel. And I guess we'll have to wait to see what happens if they have a skate on Wednesday or morning skate Thursday. Because if Kucherov is out, it just completely changes the rest of the series. All right. Did they release any information about what the injury was or anything or no? Nothing in the post game. I don't believe so. All right. Well, if they're People not going to say anything. Totally skipped over it. Yeah, if they're not going to say anything, then I'm just going to go ahead like I always do and assume that he is out with a broken dick and we will have to wait and get a, get a recorded time. So if you're not going to tell me what your player is injured with or you say lower body injury, broken I'm going cooch. to assume it's a broken dick. Broken cooch. Yeah, broken cooch. <laughs> <laughs> Joel, did you see about any thoughts or anything or what? Nah, man. I just hope it's the worst, man. Fuck that guy. <laughs> Okay. Oh, I also saw. I also saw that Hedman was like, "Oh, it's a dangerous play." I wonder if they look at it. They probably won't. Like, shut the fuck up. Yo, they're not gonna look at it. Come on, you can't blame a guy for trying, but they're not gonna look at it. Fuck that guy, man. Corey Perry's out there fucking trying to spear Darcy Kemper every time. Yo, he's good. Up. There we go. Joe. Come <laughs> to the dark incredible. side. Come to the dark side. That is no. That is incredible. You guys. Uh, are I love Corey, Corey Perry. Perry. <laughs> I would rather have my mom team because you know what? If the Avs lose this fucking series. Corey Perry is joining the apps 100%. He probably will. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking incredible. Um, all right. We've had a bit of a goal here. We're going to jump right into it. We got game four on Wednesday. It's the Stanley Cup Finals, boys. Series is tied 2-1. to one. Uh, Colorado's winning 2-1. to one. Game itself is in Tampa here. Wednesday, June 22nd. 8 p.m. puck drop. Puck's probably not going to drop till about 8-18 because the NHL sucks ass like that. Uh, let's go through this here. Colorado, the money line is paying off minus 110. Colorado, puck line minus 1.5 is paying off plus 215. Tampa Bay on the money line minus 110. We got to pick them here. Tampa Bay on the puck line plus 1.5 is minus 265. Over under is at six. Both over under paying off minus 110. Series odds currently Colorado minus 310. Tampa plus 250. Holy fuck. If you're looking for a series spread, Colorado to win by two games, 1.5 is paying off minus 130. Tampa Bay to win plus 1.5. Or sorry, to lose plus 1.5 on the reverse. Oh, not reverse, Calgro. Just the spread. Uh, plus 110. Holy shit. That was a mouthful. Ryan, take this away. Yeah, game four should be interesting here. If you're listening to this early enough where Kucherov news has not come out yet and it's still a pick I would say get all over the ads because if Kucherov is out, it, this line is going to shift a lot. And also, uh, we mentioned that Paul was Nick Paul was banged up. He did come back, but he, he kept going down the tunnel and back up. So you n- never know if something flares up overnight or something there. He's He could oh, be a, a, a key oh, loss for them. But something will be flaring up all right. Oh, yeah. Broken dick. And in and, and game four, I'm, I think I'm going back to the avalanche. We talked about it. Joel said as well. Game three was not as – it was closer than in the 6-2 final. The Avs showed – some good push in the third period, even though it's probably just the Lightning sitting back with a big lead. But they had at least a dozen shots in every period. They were able to get chances. It was just, it was goaltending was the difference. And I could see Kemper being on a short leash. And, and if Vasilevsky doesn't make a few of those kind of reflex saves or stuff like that, he, it might be a, an avalanche win here. I, I I like him on the pick him. I like him. I think the puck line is some good value at plus 215 or higher. Or even look at him in regulation if you don't want to uh, risk the puck line. I think it's probably around plus 130. And for the total, I have to go to the over here. Uh, all three games have gone over so far. And I feel like that's going to be the trend in this Stanley Cup final. Yeah, I'm, I'm leaning the same way. I think that the uh, Avs will bounce back from that uh, pathetic performance in game three. Uh, but it's just a matter of goaltending. It's it's hard to handicap this the way that the two different goaltenders have played so far. Vasilevsky obviously wasn't great in the first two games. Kemper was okay. Kemper was bad in game three. 
And uh, now we're going to game four, and uh, the Avalanche need Kemper to play well to win the series. But uh, I'm backing on him to do it. Even though it's probably against my better interests, I think that uh, he can uh, make a few better stops than he did in game three, and uh, the Avs can win this game. Uh, we're looking at the the Lightning. They're, they're struggling. Uh, we saw Bergosian struggling. Kucherov going out there, Nick Paul as well. Uh, the Lightning, um, they're they're playing through it, whereas the Avalanche, they're also suffering some injuries too with uh, obviously Burakovsky and Kadri and Gerard. And we're missing a lot of guys as well, but going into this, going into this game, it's just uh, it's a tight one. But I think the Avalanche will... <laughs> what are you laughing at? How Burning tight is it? How tight is it? We're on fucking virginal tight, man. It's tighter than a sailor, <laughs> yes, Jeremy, baby. Oh, so tight, bro. <laughs> uh, but I, I think the Avalanche have the depth. Nico Sturm has not performed as well as I would have thought, but of course, he's a fucking Minnesota Wild. So I, I think it's tough, man. It's going to be a tough goal, buddy. I feel you on that one. All right. My prediction. No, no. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, I'm shit. Not, I'm okay. not The Avalanche <laughs> have won this series so far on their depth, right? But the problem is we don't have any depth left. So the real decider in this series is the third line, the fourth line. And I don't trust our guys against Corey Perry, who's... A freaking warrior, man. He was fighting He's it out. He's an animal. He's an animal. Pierre Edward Belmar. He was a warrior. And, uh, He's a good Canadian kid. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. Uh, uh, it, it's all about the Nathan McKinnon, man. Nathan McKinnon, he played himself <laughs> into that final goal <laughs> in the late stages of game three. I liked what I saw from him. He was going all out. He's got so many shots off. And Cam LeCar as well. Those are the two best players for the Avs in Game 3. I like that uh, the best players for the Avs showed up there in Game 3 towards the end of the series or towards the end of the game. <sighs> so uh, I like them to, to come back strong for Game 4. So I'm going to take the Avs here in Game 4. <laughs> I guess a better judgment because I'm a pessimist when it comes to this team. Oh, um, fuck. <laughs> but I like him to win this game. Fuck it, man. Avs and Avs gonna win game three, game four, and we're gonna win game five at home. Avs four to one series. Let's do it. There it, it is. Okay, there it is. That's a jolly prediction. I'm gonna go against everything that he just said long windedly. <laughs> I'm on Tampa in this game, bro. I was talking about it with a buddy at work today, man. Floodgates are open, man. This is it. I said before the game, Tampa needs to get one. They got to get on the board heavy. Well, guess what? They won a game and they got on the board heavy. This is a team that knows what it takes to get to the top. They know what it takes to win. They know what it's like to be down as well. Clearly, right? So you just have a goalie. They they have That's a goalie. All it is. You no, they got, they got a great team. You know they got a great team. You know they do. So I'm going to... I think we're going to get a series here. And uh, I'm I'm on Tampa, bro. I'm on Tampa for this game. Give me the Lightning minus 110. I I don't know. I might even take Tampa Puck line minus 1.5. I can find it. Uh, Tampa Regulation might be a play as well. Also, I will be on the over at 6. Ryan touched on that. Uh, every one of these games has gone over so far. Um, so that's pretty promising as well. Even And honestly, I'm pretty confident. I'm probably not going to bet it because I already have a shitload of futures already on Tampa. But if you're looking, if you don't have one yet, man, Tampa plus 250 is not a bad look as well. There's definitely some money there. Um, I'm gonna I do, like, I want to touch on something Joel said about the, the Avs depth. Like People are saying like, oh, Burkowski's out. But Burkowski's a good player. He's a top six player. He's he a great 20, player. 22 goals, 61 points. So hopefully he can come back for them. I mean, Kadri, he was hoping to come back. If they can get one of those guys back, I think it completely changes the series, especially if Kucherov misses a game or if he's only at 85, 70%, something like that. We're brought to you by Athletic Greens in their AG1 supplement. So what is this stuff? With one delicious scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, 
your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging. All the things. It costs you less than $3 a day. You're investing in your health, and it's cheaper than your cold brew habit. AG1 supports better sleep quality and recovery, and Athletic Greens has over 7,000 five-star reviews. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com SGP. Again, that's athleticgreens.com SGP to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Did you know that browsing online using incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? That's right. Without added security, you might as well give away all your private data to hackers, advertisers, your ISP, and other prying eyes. That's why I use IPVanish VPN to make it easy to stay truly private and secure on the internet. IPVanish helps you safely browse the internet by encrypting 100% of your data. This means that your private details, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be completely shielded from falling into the wrong hands. Even your physical location will be hidden. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. It's that simple. You can use IPVanish on unlimited devices without sacrificing on speed. Your computers, tablets, phones, even devices like your Fire Stick when you're streaming media. Whether I'm at home or in public, I don't go online anymore without using IPVanish. IPVanish is offering an incredible 70% off their yearly plan for our listeners with a 30-day money-back guarantee. That's just like getting nine months for free. IPVanish is super easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button and you're instantly protected. You won't even know it's on. Stop sharing with the world, world everything you stream, everything you search for, and everything you buy. Take your privacy back today with the brand rated 4.6 out of 5 on Trustpilot. So go to ipvanish.com SGP and use promotional code SGP and claim your 70% savings. That's ipvanish.com SGP. Make sure you download the SGPN app. It's now live in the App Store and the Google Play Store. It gives you easy access to all of our picks and podcasts. And don't forget to toss us an app review and download the SGPN app today. All right. That handles game four here, boys. It'll be interesting one winner. That's on Wednesday, so no more two-day breaks in between games, I guess. And until decide to get their shit together. All right. Uh, it's time. We're going to jump into the HGP Buck Buck Challenge. Hockey Gambling Podcast Buck Buck Challenge. We got our bankroll bets going there. Rocking and rolling. A couple good Canadian kids and some yank going at it here. We're going to run through it. For me, my current available bankroll 76 puck bucks and 68 puck cents. Currently have 125 puck bucks at risk of futures. <laughs> Ryan is 357 puck bucks and 95 puck cents. He also has 245 puck bucks uh, at risk here. Jolie Curran has 599 puck bucks and 5 puck cents. He also has 326 puck bucks at risk. All right, fucking Sailor Jerry, what you got over here, bud? We're throwing this to you. All right. Well, the biggest bet is just fading the fucking goalie that I have in my net, which is Darcy Kemper. <laughs> it might be Pavel Francouz. Who knows? Francouz. Uh, you can't call Francouz. You give me shit for calling him Francouz. Francouz. He's Francouz. Francouz. It's Francouz. It's Francouz. It's Francouz. Oh, fuck. It changes Sorry, every Alex. week on this no, show. No, it doesn't Jesus matter. Christ. That's what I said. <laughs> I'm going with learn, Francois. Learn, learn fucking Swiss German, bro. <laughs> All right. Anyway. Over six, <laughs> minus 110, 30 puck bucks in game four. Uh, I think it'll be another high-scoring game. I don't know why the books have the same line uh, as the last few games, considering how the, uh, the offense has carried the day right. and the goaltending is not. Uh, next bet, we're going with Rantanen over one and a half goals in the series, plus 150. 15 puck bucks on that. Rantanen has been carrying the day, too. He's been all over the ice. He's getting the shots off. He's he's been more of an assist maker, like a uh, little dish guy, a little teaser bet, a uh, little uh, what do you call him? The the fluffer when he went into porno. You know, the guy gets gets the <laughs> he guys going. The yeah, he, he sets <laughs> him up, and, and other guys <laughs> bang him in. Beaker is setting him up. So, <laughs> but uh, 
He's getting his, his, his due now. He's getting his, his load on. Uh, over one and a half goals. Plus 150. 15 puck bucks on that. Finally, game four. Caught on the money line. Minus 110. 20 puck bucks on it. I think the Avs get back on track in this game. And we show the, the lightning that their their time is done. Um, it's like what uh, Jeff Merrick has been saying a lot uh, with the, the Islanders, right? When the, the Oilers took over their series, they took over the dynasty. I think the Avs time is nigh. So I think the Avs time is nigh. So we're going with the Avs money line, minus 110, 20 puck bucks on that. And we're going to... We're going to finish this series off here in five games, six games at most. So let's fucking go, as You fucking up. Fucking bail on me now. <laughs> there, there we go. Brad, what do you got here, buddy? Uh, I'm going Colorado Avalanche. Team total over three, minus 110 for 55 puck bucks. They almost got there in this game, even with Vasilevsky making a few huge saves. They did score three goals, but one was called back on a fucking review. So going with the over three, uh, I think I'll at least push that. Also taking the avalanche on the puck line, minus one and a half plus two fifteen for 15 puck bucks. I think this could be a game where they're able to capitalize some chances and and, uh, minimize to keep Tampa Bay to the outside. Then I'm going to take a Mika Rantanen to win the con Smythe at plus 900, just six puck bucks on there. Just a little sprinkle. He's, he's got seven assists so far. Maybe if he adds a few goals, like Joel thinks he, he will, he'll get in the running there. And then Joel talked about him after talking about the depth. He talked, brought up uh, Nathan McKinnon. He has not scored yet in the Stanley cup final. So he's trying though. He's trying, he's, he's, he's he's trying hard. He's trying hard. He's having fun out there. That's what you got to do. And now a goal is going to come next. I haven't scored a goal in game four at plus 164 for 14 puck bucks. All right. For myself, I'm keeping it simple. I got Tampa Bay money line, 30 puck bucks and 19 puck cents, minus 110 for game four here. Uh, also, game four, I got uh, my boy Andre Palat to be the first goal scorer. I'm putting eight puck bucks on that. It's paying off plus 1700, bro. Palat, honestly, we were talking about this a little bit before the show. Palat is so fucking good, man. Not enough people talk about this guy. This guy absolutely flies around the ice. He's, he's got to rock it up his ass everywhere he goes, man. This guy rips. He has all the skill in the world, too. And he plays some big minutes for Tampa, too. He kind of goes under the radar a little bit here. Uh, but, yeah, man. So, Andre Palat, first goal in game four. And uh, Tampa Bay on the money line itself. All right, boys. I think that pretty much wraps everything up here. Uh, everybody, go check out the Sports Gambling Podcast Eric website. That's the place to be, man, for all the shows, dude. There's so much good shit. Like, golf podcast is kicking ass, man. Baseball is doing their thing. Uh, USFL is flying. They're in playoffs. NBA just finished up, but there's always, you know, go listen to some of the old shows and see what the guys have to say. They're fun. Uh, I hate, kills me to say it, but the MMA podcast is a good podcast. Go oh, check out God. the MMA pod. We're at war, but Fuck you know them. what? Sometimes you cannot. You have to. You have to give your adversary credit, bro. You you can't just ignore them. So we're we're still at war with them. We're gonna fuck them up. CFL but go podcast. check out the show. CFL podcast. Up. Yep, good for that shit too. Uh, NASCAR podcast has been ripping too, man. Everything. Obviously the flagship show. Everything, dude. Everything's been good. Uh, we're good too. We're killing it. So get your ass to the Sports Gambling Podcast Network website. Check out Ryan's articles too. He's working hard on those things, man, and they're pretty damn good. So they're they're worth a good check out. Uh, as well, shout out to all of our friends and pals in the Slack group, man. As always, the Slack fucking makes it. It's where everything pops off. This is the Slack is the battleground, bro. Fucking Jeff Fox is popping in the hockey Slack, and he's just fucking starting battles. Well, guess what? We took the fight to them today. So look the fuck out. Get your ass in the Slack group, bro. It's MMA Gambling Podcast versus the Hockey Gambling Podcast. We're at war, and you know where to find it, in the Slack. Shout out to all of our soldiers, because now you're all over. We're going, we're going fucking G-Unit up in this bitch, yo. Shout out to all of our soldiers in the Slack. Yo, just wait till we send a shark to the group. They're going to be there. We got sharks. We got bear cats. We got fucking everything bro they can't we got fucking chicken wings from beijing they got nothing they can't even handle bro we're gonna throw them all in there they can't handle the heat yeah we'll get them on land sea and air we, we got them covered from <laughs> all, all angles there yeah make sure you uh subscribe to the hockey gambling podcast wherever you listen to your podcast you know we've been talking about this recent drought we've had you know you know when you're walking through the desert they tell you there's gonna be mirages you see you see water up there and you get there there's no water well i see i see water ahead and and it's looking it, it's staying there and it's a new review from our, our friend um, our friend in the Slack, Chad Graham. He's been one of the ones popping up uh, recently. Oh, uh, my five metaphors. stars. 
Love this show. Talon, Ryan, and Joe are easily the best trio <laughs> covering NHL gambling. Fun, funny, and full of winning picks. Thank you guys for this podcast and all the content. Let it ride. Way to go, Joe. Fucking Joe Myers. <laughs> Joe Meyer. Noted fucking Sailor Jerry Crusher, Joe Meyer. I love it. When you do it, yeah. Fuck yeah. All about it. Let's go. Cool. All right, everybody. My name is Tyler Jenkins. You can find me at Twitter at Tyler underscore Jenkins 94. And you'll also find me being prepared and getting geared up for the summer of Connor Brown. We got the Connor Brown sweet steaks coming up. We'll be talking about that more later in a couple of weeks here. It's Connor Brown season, baby. Connor Brown sweet steaks. I'm fucking ready to go. I'm Ryan Gilbert. You can find me on Twitter at rgilbertsop. I'm Joel Meyer. You can find me fucking Aaron Rodgers with these fucking Green Bay Packers. <laughs> They're the fucking worst team in the league. Ooh. Fuck the Packers. Fuck, Fuck the, Packers. the cheese head. Fuck the Packers. <laughs> All right, peace.